Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell Clater. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today, Jonah, we're speaking with Nicole Yukum, who is the foundation manager of the Animal Farm Foundation right here in the Hudson Valley. Well, Nicole, Radio uh, Rotary. Yeah, welcome to Radio Rotary. Tell us, what is the Animal Farm Foundation? Well, first, I just want to say thank you guys so much for having us. We're really excited to be able to talk about our program today. Uh, Animal Farm Foundation started in the late 80s, and we work to end discrimination for people and their pets. So we have a ton of programs surrounded around that idea of um, helping people who are facing discrimination. So we do... What does that mean, people who are discriminated because they have pets? Yeah, it sounds weird, right? You wouldn't think you would be discriminated against because you have a Very weird. Right. Um, But what what happened was when our founder started the organization, she um, actually started as a horse rescue, and then she went to a local shelter, and she adopted a dog that looked similar to what people would consider a pit bull dog um, and started to realize that there's a ton of discrimination around that label. Um, so so in some places across the country, you can't even own a dog if someone thinks it looks a certain way, um, nothing to do with the dog's behavior, just the way the dog looks. So, um, you know, you talk about pit bulls and, you know, the press does play up when there's an attack and and the the dog is considered a pit bull. Is pit bull a distinct breed or is it just a label for a variety of dogs? It's not. It's a label of a variety of different dogs, which nobody can actually agree on what that look look is exactly like or what what breeds are clumped into that label. It's very subjective um, to, to, to person to person. That's so because- interesting that you use that term subjective because there are some homeowner policies for, you know, when you buy a house, you have to have insurance, correct? Homeowner insurance policies that if you have a certain type of dog and pit bull is on that list, they won't insure you. Is that right? I never knew that. Yeah. You know, my, my daughter has a rescue dog, which means a dog that was rescued, not the one that comes for the skier who broke his leg with the uh, That's uh, a St. Bernard. The canister That's of... That's a St. Bernard, Joan. <laughs> I had one. The canister of uh, uh, bourbon underneath. And... It, she said it was a, a mixed breed, and it's part bit pit bull. This dog, if you broke into the house, will lick you to death before it bites you. It's the sweetest <laughs> dog on four they're feet. Lo- they're, in Ireland, um, they love anything that's a pity or looks like that, and they seem to love children. Like They, t- they yeah. talk about that a lot. Well, anyway. in general, it's, it's a dog that's that looks weird. like Winston that's Churchill. Weird. Or, you know, has that big, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, so um, so you get discriminated against because people think you own a pit bull or you own a pity or something that looks such as that. So that's very interesting. Your founder, let's let's have a shout out to your founder. Jane, yes, she's our founder. She's the one that started this whole thing. Uh, She's an amazing human. What's your name? Jane. Oh, just Jane? We don't do last names, I guess. (laughs) Her name is Jane Berkey. Okay. Uh, She's an amazing uh, woman who does a lot of great work for animals uh, across the country. Um, So 
what form does your advocacy uh, against discrimination by uh, dog breed take? I'm glad you asked. That's a great question. We do a bunch of different programs. We do a ton of stuff. So one of the things we do is we work across the country in places that have breed-specific policies. So in, uh, we worked very closely in Sioux City, Iowa, where you couldn't own a dog if they thought it looked like this quote-unquote pit bull. Um, and that's since been repealed. So now you can have a dog that looks like a pit bull in Sioux City, Iowa. And we do that across the country. We also have a service dog program where we find dogs in shelters that the shelters are labeling pit bull. We train them to do service dog work. And then we give them to handlers free of charge. And we take care of the training for those dogs for the rest of their um, life. Nicole, expand upon what you mean by a service dog. People are familiar with the seeing eye dog, but service dogs are so much more. Tell us about that. So a service dog is a dog that uh, performs a task uh, for their handler. So we train a couple different types of service dogs. We train mobility service dogs. So those tasks would be opening refrigerators, picking things up, bracing. Uh, we train hearing dogs. So for their handlers, they would alert them to the doorbell or a phone ringing or tasks like that. Um, we also train psychiatric service dogs. So those tasks would be uh, similar to uh, letting someone know, alerting them to the, that they might be having a, a panic attack, things like that. Okay, so Nicole um, from the foundation, the Ar Animal Farm Foundation, where physically do you train these animals and who is doing the training? So we train them on site usually. Um, where? In, uh, in Dutchess County, we're in Amenia, New York. Um, we don't give out our address because we okay. do equipment only, but Amenia, New All York. Right. Um, and... Uh, we do the most part of the training there. We do have a program at Rikers. So sometimes the dogs will come from other shelters. They'll go down uh, to our prison, our jail program, and we'll learn a little bit more about them there. And then they'll come back up and they'll continue their training and they'll either become a service dog or they'll go on to just be a, a dog that gets... That so you take, you take, Nicole Yukum of the Animal Farm Foundation, you take dogs down to Rikers Island and the prisoners help you train the dogs? Yeah, so that's one of our other programs. That's uh, Puppy Behind Bars, isn't it? Is it part of Puppy Behind Bars? It's Cause of Purpose. Um, there is a Puppies Behind Bars at Rikers. Um, we just don't do the puppy program. Um, but we had to put that program on hold because of the pandemic. Uh, and also, what? yeah. And then similar to that with the service dog, it creates some sort of challenges to do training and placement okay. dogs during. So we'll find out about that, right? We're um, going to find out more about the Great Animal Farm Foundation from our terrific guest, Nicole Yukum in just a moment. But Sarah O'Connell Clater, who keeps us well-trained by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates, Patterson Auto Body, and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster Carmel, Clarkstown, Goshen Highland, Kingston, Liberty Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. I'll be back with more of Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. 
Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, aarauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AAR Auctions. Tell your friends about us and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of Mental Health America and the Mark Agency. MHA is merging with the Mark Agency, so whether you struggle with addiction or your mental wellness, we can be your first stop. MHA and Mark, where anyone can get access to the full spectrum of mental health and addiction services without having to jump through unnecessary hoops. MHA of Duchess and the Mark Agency. Contact us at 473-2500 or check us out on the web at mhaduchess.org. You are not alone. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. At Patterson Auto Body, they know that a new car has more than 15 onboard computers operating everything from the engine to the radio. So technicians not only need to know about automotive repair, but electronics, physics, and chemistry too. The specialized education needed to become an automotive service technician today is equivalent to several master's degrees. Patterson Auto Body is very proud of their automotive technicians. Experience is a wonderful thing. Call 845-878-3456 for a service appointment today. That's 845-878-3456. Together, we build schools out of abandoned buildings. Together, we bring food to hungry children in need. Together, we see solutions instead of problems. We are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, community leaders in your neighborhood and around the globe, brought together to do one thing, make more good happen. Connect with us at rotary.org. Together, we are Rotary, and we are people of action. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell-Clater, and I would love to welcome back all of our loyal listeners to this segment of Radio Rotary. I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser, today. How much is that doggy in the window? Okay. Woof, woof. Oh, what? All right, that's enough. More than that, you have to pay me. Oh, okay. Um, And we're having a lot of fun because by the magic of Zoom, we are able to continue our programming and bring you new and interesting information here in the Hudson Valley. We're chatting with Nicole Yukum, the farm foundation manager from Animal Farm Foundation right here in the Hudson Valley. Welcome back, Nicole. We we wanted to um, do a little recap what exactly is the Animal Farm Foundation? Um, and my follow-up is, what type of services do you offer? And, my, and then we want to know how COVID has affected you. Sure. So Animal Farm Foundation's mission, we're a nonprofit. We work to uh, bring dogs and people together to end discrimination. 
Uh, dogs, as I mentioned earlier, get discriminated a lot based on the way that they look. Uh, so we do work a lot with dogs that are labeled pit bull because um, they do face a lot of discrimination. And we uh, work to end that through our programs. Uh, specifically, some of our programs are our service dog training program, um, with and the Rikers, the Pause of Purpose program. Um, we also do adoptions as well out of our facility. Um, and then we work across the country to end breed-specific legislation where you can't own a dog because of the way it looks in certain cities and towns. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and we also are working, uh, pinpointing now, working uh, to end the discrimination that is in housing. So a lot of like HOAs have policies where you can't uh, own a dog based on the way that it looks. Oh, so it's not just any dog. It's the specific dog that the people uh, put under a big umbrella by calling it a pit bull. So if you've got like a little poodle or something, they don't say you can't have the poodle. Well, does it, am I uh, making a wrong logic leap by thinking that that could be a Doberman or a German Shepherd? I mean, that there, there are a lot of breeds that people consider aggressive and dangerous. Yeah, so we have a long list on our website of all of the dogs that we've found in policies uh, that discriminate. Uh, so it could be a Doberman, a child. I mean, the list goes on and on. It's really at the discretion of whoever's making the policy um, and their, you know, personal opinions. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't have to just be pitbulls. And we don't discriminate. We've placed dogs in the service dog program that look not like you would consider a pitbull. Um, so it really depends. You know, I, I was reading an article about uh, dogs and Apparently, somebody uh, said that an Alaskan husky, a Malamute, was uh, considered uh, a dangerous dog, which broke my heart because I'm old <laughs> enough to remember Sergeant Preston of the Yukon and his wonder dog, Yukon King. <laughs> on King, on you huskies. I says, come on, here, King, here. King, never, oh, King only hurt the bad guys. And only when he was told by Sergeant Preston to go after the bad guys. I, only, I thought the only <laughs> dog show in the world was Lassie. Did you know, you want to hear the scandal about Lassie? Lassie was <laughs> actually, Lassie. No, Lassie was don't actually a girl. Heart, Jonah. Don't break my heart. No, no, they, they, they wanted to pretend that Lassie was a boy dog. Lassie, all the Lassies were girls. I met, I met the family that trained it, the um, Witherwax family. Uh, they have like multiple generations that trained multiple Lassies going back to the original movie with um, Elizabeth Taylor. And it was always a, a girl dog because they That's were smart. Because they take direction better and they're much, much smarter. <laughs> so they're more collaborative on the set. <laughs> and our guest on Radio Rotary uh, is Nicole Yukum. She's a, with the Animal Farm Foundation. She's talking about the great work they do um, to have uh, dogs uh, treated by the animal rather than by the breed. Um, what if people, you know, you talk about your service dog training for the deaf, for the blind. Uh, for people who uh, have uh, mobility issues. Um, do you also, uh, like the ASPCA, do you also let people adopt dogs who may not be uh, ready for service dog training or is strictly service dog training? Yep, so we have dogs, we specifically choose dogs for our service dog program, but sometimes for silly re one reason or another, they um, don't go on to continue to be a service dog because you have to be like a super perfect, well-behaved dog and not do anything wrong uh, right. to be a service dog, you know, because they have to be out in public all the time. 
Um, so those dogs will go on to be adopted. So we have, I think, three or four dogs available for adoption right now. Um, people are interested, they can go on our website um, and fill out a survey, and we match them up with a good fit for their family. And your website is? AnimalFarmFoundation.org. Give us that one more time. It's AnimalFarmFoundation.org. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We'll have our great guest, Nicole Yukum of the Animal Farm Foundation. Repeat that in the third part of our program. So uh, in addition to um, adoptions, which you just mentioned, and training service dogs, uh, what other uh, services do you offer through the Animal Farm Foundation? So we just recently started a new program uh, due to COVID-19, the pandemic. We ended up having to switch gears a little bit because a lot of our programs required working with the community and close contact with people. Um, so we did put some things on hold, maneuver things around a little bit, and we started the Pets Together program since a lot of our employees were working from home. Um, and we realized that there's a lot of people that are suffering from social isolation and loneliness right now. Um, more specifically, uh, people in assisted living facilities and things like that, where they're used to having pets come visit that they can no longer um, have visit anymore. So what we decided to do was get a group of volunteers. We have a group of amazing volunteers together. Um, and on the website, PetsTogether.org, uh, facilities can book appointments. And we all do it all through Zoom, through Zoom meetings. So we have six volunteers with their pets that uh, get to talk about their pets, showcase their pets tricks to the people that are living in these assisted living facilities or sometimes we even visit with the staff of like medical facilities that are also socially isolating right now so they don't get to see their families or their pets um so it's really really a great thing we've had tremendous feedback from the facilities everybody's always dubbed like booking uh booking and booking on our website rebooking so it's been really fun really great uh, even I mean, I love to I love to be part of the the meetings. Um, well, you know, uh, our our Rotary Club, the many Rotary clubs, our Rotary Club in Red Hook had a, a pair of therapy dogs that was uh, run by our late past president, Nikki. Also, Nikki. Nikki Weaver, and yeah. they used to go in the hospital, and they would work miracles with uh, children that were withdrawn, stroke victims who who hadn't spoken or hadn't moved. Suddenly, are petting and unbelievable dogs. Effort. Yeah, it's terrific. And we're going to find out, speaking of terrific, we're going to find out more about the terrific work of the Animal Farm Foundation from our guest, Nicole Yukum, right after these messages. So stay tuned. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. There is no health without mental health. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of MHA and the Mark Agency. I hope you're all having a wonderful summer. 
I'm sorry that it's uh, a little different now with our masks and our social distancing, but that's the way life is at this moment in time and we can all adjust because that's what we do, we adjust. And I'm here to tell you that MHA of Dutchess County is here to help you if you're struggling with that adjustment. You can call us at 473-2500, that's 473-2500, or look us up on the web at mhaduchess.org, mhaduchess.org. We are all in this together, so I wish you all the greatest summer, and we hope to see you soon. Hi, I'm Rotarian Susan Simon of Third Eye Associates. Rotarians devote themselves to caring for others. Sometimes we forget to care for ourselves, especially when it comes to planning for our future. At Third Eye Associates, we provide fee-only financial life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. ThirdEyeAssociates.com for more information or call us at 845-752-2216. That's 845 845- Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. With over 1 million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Around the world, generations of leaders build new friendships and solve problems, turning great ideas into reality. Take action with us. Find out more at rotary.org slash action. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell Clater. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Radio Rotary. This has been a fascinating conversation. Um, Jonah, Trevor's co-host, and I have been chatting with Nicole Yukon, who is the foundation manager of Animal Farm Foundation right here in the Hudson Valley. And we have chatted about what the mission of the foundation, Animal Farm Foundation is, what kind of services that they offer, and also how COVID has affected them. So maybe we'll just do a really quick recap there, Nicole, and then we're going to go into a couple of new topics I know you wanted to touch upon. The floor is yours. Oh, thank you guys so much. So Animal Farm Foundation works to bring dogs and people together to end discrimination because of the way that uh, dogs look. Uh, so as I said, we work a lot with dogs labeled pit bull because they do face a lot of discrimination. Um, we, ha- we, we do that through our programs, uh, one being our service dog program, which I talked about earlier. We work to end breed specific legislation and housing discrimination across the country because of the way your dog looks. Um, and we just recently started the Pets Together program through the pandemic, uh, which is where we visit with people who are facing social isolation and social isolation and loneliness. Um, more specifically, we visit a lot with um, uh, long-term living facilities, uh, staff at medical hospitals and things like that, because they're all not really able to see their family or their pets right now. Um, and one of the really great things about that program I wanted to mention is that at the meetings, we have the volunteers, we have some people that have therapy dogs that used to visit the facilities, but we also have people that have fun, interesting pets that they would never be able to bring to the facilities. Um, not just dogs that maybe are a little bit more jumpy, but we have a bearded dragon that visits with the, with the facilities, and we have horses and bunnies and snakes and just anything you would think of. 
visit, comes on the Zoom calls to visit the facilities, and it's a really great time. So if somebody out there would like to have a visit from your menagerie uh, to cheer up people who are, uh, you know, uh, shut-ins, uh, you have a website. Give us your website again. So to book a visit for Pets Together, you want to go to Pets, with a, a plural, PetsTogether.org. Um, and Animal Farm Foundation has a separate website. It's animalfarmfoundation.org. Of course, if you have any questions, you can give us a call at 845-868-7559. And folks, don't get a pencil and paper. We'll have our great guest, Nicole Yukum, repeat all that contact information before the end of the program. So, Nicole, you know, uh, my co-host, Sarah O'Connell, comes from New Orleans. In fact, she told me that you have to pronounce it New Orleans, not New Orleans. Well, I, I didn't that, want you to embarrass yourself when we yes, were all I, there. I, I appreciate it. We, we, so. yeah, we were down in New Orleans for the Rotary Conference almost 10 years ago, uh, yeah. bringing our radio Rotary microphones as we, do, as we do every year. So, uh, so uh, you have a guest from New Orleans. Tell us about that guest. So we transport dogs from across the country uh, and recently we did a couple transports of dogs uh, from New Orleans specifically this dog Willow who I'm about to talk about came from Zeus's rescue in New Orleans um, and actually her story started with her brother who had come up on a the first transport we did and he is now um, in training to be a service dog. He's actually living in the person's home right now. We're doing it a little bit unconventionally because of the pandemic. We're going to, to train them instead of having them come to us. Um, but we found out that uh, Mac is the dog that's a service dog in training, had a sister down in New Orleans that was left behind. So we were like, all right, we'll put her on the next transport. Her name is Willow, and she's an amazing dog. Uh, but when she got here, she, we started to realize she was ouchy. When she played out, she would make a noise. So we got her x-rays, um, and the vet said they needed an MRI. So then we got an MRI for her. Turns out she had a herniated disc in her back, um, and she needed back surgery. So oh, dear. She, oh. Yeah, so she just got uh, back surgery, and she's expected to have a full recovery. Um, and she's been such a lovely dog through it all, to be in that much pain and just to still be such a sweetheart has been really great um but we are fundraising for her medical expenses it was about six thousand dollars for the mri and the surgeries and the care um so if you want to learn more about willow you can find her information on our website animalfarmfoundation.org slash willow um and learn more about her story but she's an amazing dog and we're hoping she goes on to be to do therapy work Nicole, let me ask you about your service dog project. I understand you do great training of the service dogs to help out those with hearing uh, problems, those who are blind, those who have uh, psychiatric issues. But do you then bring the patient or the human person, human half of the team in so they can get, maybe not be trained, but educated on how the dog can help and how they can help the dog? Is it, is it a partnership where you just say, here's your dog, have fun? Oh, no, absolutely. We, um, we do the initial basic training with the dog at the facility. We match them up with their handler and figure out what that specific handler's needs are. Um, and then we'll train the dog to those tasks with the handler. So it's always the handler, us, and the dog working all three together. Um, the handler will, will do training with us. And then the dog, when it's ready, will go into... The, the home of the person receiving the dog, and then we do uh, aftercare training after that for however long is needed. So we do a lot of support training with the handler. Okay. 
that takes a lot of personnel, doesn't it? I mean, so you did mention um, that you have a lot of volunteers. Let's get your information out there if people would like to get involved. Um, so we're actually not accepting volunteers currently uh, for our programs just because we have so many already. Right. Um, That's great. I know. Isn't that That's awesome? a classy problem quote unquote, to have, isn't <laughs> not it? Not a bad problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, in the minute we have left, um, if you had a magic wand and you could have whatever you want as far as uh, facilities or uh, a new program, what's the next step for Animal Farm Foundation? Where do you see yourself uh, going in the next few years? Uh, well, one thing, one program I actually didn't mention that we can talk about quick before we go is that we now have farm animals on our oh. facility. We've always had a couple rescue cows and a couple rescue horses, but we have such a large acreage that we've decided that we're going to use some of that property uh, to do some sanctuary stuff. So we've got, uh, we just got three new little baby cows. They're adorable. Um, came from H Farms. I don't know if you're familiar, Hudson Valley Animal Rescue Sanctuary. They're in Poughkeepsie. Um, but they'd originally come from Sprout Creek, which had to close down. I might, you guys might be familiar with that. And you know what, Nicole? That sounds like a very moving story with those little cows. <laughs> and we'll have you back to talk about that another time. But thank you very much for everything you do to help not only animals, but uh, our animal friends and those who need them. And thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was our pleasure, Nicole. And Sarah O'Connell Clater, who sponsors Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, Mark, Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Community, Norman Staffing, and by the featured Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffren, Wallkill East, Wappinger Falls, and Warwood Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Clater, our producer Kathy Kruger, and our technical wizards Randy Turner and Steve Frankenberry, this is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, radiorotary.org. 